In Savannah there's a mansion, scent of jasmine in the air There's a swing on the veranda, but I couldn't really care Because the house of Milton Jones is near to where they knock down the Cardoma But Auntie Dillis, whose house this still is, says the title's a misnomer His sister Susan and her husband Ian join Milton at his games And the toddler twins run around the bins, but I've forgotten both their names And Anton lives below the stairs in a basement they've had built on so come along for a while to the crumbling pile that is the house of Milton Jones we're all going on a second honeymoon no more Milton or Dillis for a week or two Ian in here watching the cricket on the telly ah Ian the holiday our second honeymoon where are we going surprise me I haven't booked it Oh, great. Oh, what a lovely surprise. Shall I pack my nothing and get ready to be whisked off to nowhere? <laughs> oh, good shot. Are you doing this deliberately? Is this some kind of test? Yeah, it's England, Sri Lanka. There's 75 for two. Right, that's it. Give me the remote. Oh! Ian, can't you see the problem? Whenever we try and do something romantic, something always gets in the way. Oh! Oh, hello, Milton. <laughs> hey, you all right? No, I'm not. You know those signs the police put up in the high street saying, accident? Yeah. I just fell over one. <laughs> I mean, how do they know? You should claim compensation, mate. Make some serious lucre. Ian, we shouldn't be cashing in on a little accident. What? It's someone's fault. We should make them pay. Oh, one tiny little cut and somebody has to take the blame. This blame culture's everywhere. Yeah, but... I blame the Americans. <laughs> or, tell you what, Milt, how about a nice fat insurance claim? Don't get me started about insurance. You go to buy a toaster, then at the end the shop assistant says, well, what about insurance? You don't want to, but you end up taking a hostage. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same thing, Milt. 24 hours into the siege, they send in sandwiches. What do you know? The toaster doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, Ian, can we please focus on this holiday? A holiday? Where are we going? Um, Milton, we talked about this. It's just me and Ian this time. Besides, your passport needs renewing. And I got a new passport photo. Yeah, no, Milton, that was a photo of a passport. <laughs> ah. Yes, well, the twins are with Ian's mother for the week, so you and Dillis have got the run of the house. So that's all booked and definite, is it? Yes. We're going to go somewhere in the sun. No, 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 no. You'd definitely burn up long before the rocket landed. <laughs> No, I mean somewhere warm. Exotic, but not too much bother. Well, apparently to go to Mexico, you only need two injections, so... Well, that's got to be a lot quicker than flying, hasn't it? <laughs> well, 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 Mexico, I'm sorry, love, but this all sounds far too expensive. But it's got to be abroad! I'm not sure I can face abroad, after what happened at Bangkok Airport, Milton. I told the man the truth. Technically, Ian, you hadn't packed the bag yourself. Susan did. At least the accommodation was free for six months. But why don't you look on that internet site where you can always pick up a cheap holiday at the last minute? Oh, yeah, swindonhotels.com. Or <laughs> sometimes you can pick up things on teletext. Where's that remote control? Here it is. Here, I was watching the cricket. Look, here we are. Let's see. Five days, half bored. No, this must still be about the cricket. <laughs> why don't we just forget the whole thing? It's all right, love. I was teasing. I have booked somewhere. Where? Well, you know I've been watching England versus Sri Lanka. <gasps> you haven't! I have. 
I booked us three days at the Holiday Inn Headingley. <laughs> More tea, Auntie. Oh, thank you, dear. Oh, this sugar's nice. Yeah, I was given it by some bloke at Bangkok Airport. <laughs> so, um, what's Susan planning? The holidays these days can be so unadventurous. Yeah. Do you remember that time we tried to find a source of the Nile? Oh, yes. We didn't manage it, but we really did get a feel for Denmark, didn't we? <laughs> Definitely. They just go to the seaside. Oh, yes, I love swimming in the sea. But remember, only swim between the yellow flags. Oh, yes, it's dangerous not to. I always take my own. <laughs> I used to live by the seaside, you know. But when the war came, I was evacuated to the East End. <laughs> ah. And then we used to live in a lighthouse. A lighthouse? Wow, that must have been amazing. Well, my father would read me spooky stories. He'd say... Once upon a time, there was a huge dragon who lived in a cage and was terribly fierce. Oh, I see. He could only read when the light came round. <laughs> and did a ship ever crash into the rocks? Oh, no. The lighthouse was inland. Inland? How far? Guildford. <laughs> you see, my father collected moths. Imagine if you were both a moth and a sea captain. Mm -hmm. You're in charge of a ship, and up ahead you see a lighthouse. <laughs> you know you shouldn't. <laughs> but you want to. Um, there's a photo of it in the album here. Wow. What's this place on the coast? Oh, that's the mobile home in Norfolk. Doesn't look like a mobile home. No, it was a cottage, but it fell into the sea. <laughs> we won it in a crossword competition. Oh, yes, a little two up, two down, wasn't it? <laughs> look, look, there's a picture of us all standing outside. We were poor, but we were happy. Yes, your clothes are full of holes. Well, the moths came with us. <laughs> and then we bought a caravan. We still got it. Well, maybe Susan and Ian could stay there. Is there a picture of it? Um, no, it's with the other set of photographs, but they're not very good. Oh, yes, the difficult second album. <laughs> Is this a picture of you with the rock band R.E.M.? Yes, that's me in the corner. More tea? No, thanks, dear. I might have some more sugar, though. <laughs> <laughs> Trent Bridge. No. The Oval. No. Edgbiston. That's Birmingham. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Ian, we are not organising our second honeymoon around sport. Come on, Susan. This is a vital test match. If England win, it'll be amazing. You mean they'll go through to the next round? No, just be amazing. <laughs> I can't believe I'd say this, but I'm actually sorry the football season finished on Saturday. When's it start again? Wednesday. <laughs> Still, we should be able to watch it at the hotel. Ian, you are banned from watching sport on our second honeymoon. Well, can I listen to the cricket on the radio, then? The commentators are all very posh. You'd like that. You're always telling me to better myself. I've never said that. I am not a snob. Good news. Auntie Delis says you can stay in her caravan. Caravan? Eh! <laughs> Is it on a site with other caravans, with those nasty shower blocks and smelly kids running around smashing things? Has it got Sky? Here's a photo. Oh, no, that's all right. 
What's a gypsy caravan? I mean, good gypsy, not bad gypsy. Uh, uh, not that there's anything wrong with being a gypsy. Traveller, I mean. Well, this looks very rustic and charming. <laughs> yes, apparently there's no hot water, gas or electricity. Well, there's no way we can stay there, then. Yeah, where will I plug the telly in? It's perfect. <laughs> a romantic setting. We could go for walks, have romantic meals. We could go skinny dipping in the sea. I did that in the bath once. <laughs> Well, well, I'm not going if it's one of them naturist holidays. Yeah, been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. <laughs> That's my mind made up. Let's go. Oh, Ian, it's going to be so romantic. Fine. I'll get the van. No, we're not driving there in your van. OK, what about... Or Dave's cement mixer. Oh. <laughs> Auntie Dillis is a people carrier. No, Milton, that's a wheelchair. <laughs> oh. Great. So, we've got a romantic destination and no way of getting there. No one's going to just turn up at the door and offer us a car. Hello, Susan. Would you like to borrow my car? Oh, Anton. You see, I'm just popping in to say cheerio. Always good to be reminded of breakfast cereals, crunchy nut cornflakes. Goodbye. What? Milton, sorry, Anton. Where are you going? Geneva. Just some tedious meetings, bailing out some multinationals. Ooh, very high-flying. Plus, there's a trade fair, but I might give it a miss. So you're ignoring the Geneva Convention? <laughs> anyway, would you like to borrow the car? Might make a nice change from your van. I don't know. What is it? Oh, just an Alfa Romeo Spider 3.4. Oh, one of those. <laughs> Apparently the fuel injection's a bit clunky. Yes, that's why I had it modified with chrome vanadium piston rings. Yeah, I suppose that's quite good, but there's still the problem with the... I know. Oh. I had it replaced with a German one. Oh. And I had the spoiler moved back an inch, of course. Right. That really is quite a car. You boys and your toys. You're so easily impressed by silly details. And it's cornflower blue. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Here are the keys. Now we can travel in style. Exactly. Put the roof down and go crazy. Like I did with your last car. Yes. Except this one really is a convertible. <laughs> Meanwhile, poor you will be in boring meetings in Switzerland. Well, I am actually combining business with pleasure. While I'm there, I'm going to meet Claudia's parents. Claudia? You've not mentioned her before. I'm sorry, have you not met? Uh, Claudia, come and meet some old friends. I'm not that old. <laughs> Lovely, isn't she? She used to be a model. Really? Close your mouth, Ian. Oh. And an expert saxophonist. Can I borrow that saxophone when you're finished? Sure, no problem. So, you were a model. Oh, no, I wish Anton wouldn't say that. Just say I used to be in fashion. Well, like Ian's clothes, eh? Ah, you must be Meaton. Yes, and this is Susan. Nice to meet you. And this is Ian. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, Claudia, you're from Geneva. Can I get you anything? We've got some Toblerone in the fridge. <laughs> Come on, Milton, let's not have all the Swiss clichés. Yes, so, um, Claudia, what do you do? I make clocks for banks. <laughs> <laughs> she also speaks seven languages, would you believe? Does she? Although, I'm not so good with the languages from the Far East. For instance, my Thai is um, how you say... Undone? <laughs> we in this country are very lazy at learning languages, aren't we, Ian? 
Anyway, Mustache, oh. who's going to give us a lift in the old uh, mean machine? I will. Yeah, of course. Uh, which bit of Geneva? No, just at the airport. Oh, right. Geneva Airport it is, then. <laughs> I'll drive. Is that Anton's car alarm? No. Milton, put Claudia's saxophone down. <laughs> Bother. So, Anton's on his way. Yeah. So's Claudia. Yeah. So, off we go on our second honeymoon. Let's rekindle the passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, all packed and ready for the simple rustic life. Definitely. Now, I've got the garlic crusher, curling tongs and the footbar. Great. Is there any room in the boot? Not after Milton packed the paddling pool. Well, that doesn't take up that much room, does it? It does if you fill it with water. <laughs> I think Milton may not understand the main activity of his second honeymoon. <laughs> OK, then, let's go. <laughs> oh, hadn't we better say goodbye to Milton and Dillis? No, Milton will just get emotional, want to come with us. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, maybe we should say goodbye. Look, you've done everything for them. True, I've left clearly marked food, cooking instructions and bibs. I thought the twins were with my mum. They are. <laughs> Let's just go. It's just, I feel bad driving off like this. You don't need to. Milton! What are you doing back there? I wanted to save you the trouble of saying goodbye. Well, that's very kind. So I'm coming with you. Milton, you can't. This is our second honeymoon. But I came on your first one. I thought without me it might just be, you know... Weird. <laughs> anyway, you can't come. Uh, who will look after Auntie Dillis? I don't worry about me, dear. <laughs> what are you doing in the boot? Just taking a paddle in the pool. <laughs> Fine. We'll take everyone. I just want to be out of this place. Let's go, Ian. Whatever you say, love. Can you see out the back? Just about. Milk, can you move those yellow flags? Right, <laughs> Fantastic. Eight cylinders, 240 brake horsepower, 0 to 100 in 6.3 seconds, all at my fingertips. Better be careful, then. Of course I'll be careful. <laughs> what was that? That'll be the police accident sign. What? I put it in the drive so it wouldn't cause any more accidents. Milton! Is everyone all right, Auntie Dillis? I'm fine, dear, and the paddling pool's still full. Oh, then why is the back of my seat wet? Sorry about that. <laughs> well, at least we're all OK. Hey, perhaps we could be entitled to compensation. No, Milton, I am not getting involved in ambulance-chasing lawyers. I'm just trying to have a second honeymoon with my husband and my brother and my auntie. Calm down, love. I think it's only scraped the back. But it's Anton's car. We'll have to get it fixed. We can't do that on holiday. It's no good. We'll have to stay here. Great. Bagsy the double bed. <laughs> I just have to go and see someone first. Who? Oh. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to the nearest solicitors or anything. Milton. Uh, come on, Auntie Dillis, you might as well come too. Oh, uh, oh, right, you are, dear. See you later. Oi, Mil, the solicitors is that way. Thanks a lot. <laughs> now, when we get to the solicitors, they're going to say that the accident has made you a bit confused. Uh -huh. So just keep saying the first thing that comes into your head. Manhole cover. That's the idea. No, there's a missing... <laughs> Manhole cover. Are you all right? Yeah, I, I think I'm fine. Oh. Rats. You mean I could have been entitled to compensation? No, rats. Ah. <laughs> OK, here comes the solicitor. Act 
weird. Manhole cover. Good. Good morning. Good morning. So, this is Conrad Gordon and Foster. Yes. Are you Conrad Gordon? Don't be silly, Milton. She must be Mrs. Conrad. Uh, no, no, I'm Fiona Hewitt, a partner of Conrad Gordon. Okay, okay, I get the message. So, you're in a relationship. <laughs> To be honest, I didn't fancy you anyway. Uh, no, no, I'm not that sort of partner. Oh, has your man walked out on you, dear? That's terrible. No, no, you don't understand. Oh, I do. So we know all about Conrad Gordon, but why doesn't Foster have a first name? Is he like Sting or Cher? What? Uh, no. Did you know Cher has an identical twin? Really? Yeah, Cher and Cher alike. <laughs> Look. You can't speak to Mr. Conrad or Mr. Gordon or Mr. Foster because they're all dead. We'll never get away with it. I didn't kill them. They'll put you away for years. I hope you know a good lawyer. Yes. I bet you regret killing them now, just when you need them. Look, we seem to have got off on the wrong foot. Just, just take a minute and then calmly and clearly tell me what you want. Manhole cover. What? Uh, look, we were involved in an accident, and we could be entitled to compensation. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, but we don't do these spurious compensation claims. But I can barely walk. How old are you? 77. I mean, 37. <laughs> I'm sorry I get confused in my old middle age. Now, I've been studying compensation claims very carefully, and it seems to me I only have to prove loss of earrings. Earnings. <laughs> What? Loss of earnings. Earnings? Yes, money you've earned from a job. Job? Have you ever had a job? Hundreds. <laughs> Once I had a job guarding the nest of an endangered bird. Got up really early one morning, had breakfast, a couple of eggs, shredded wheat. <laughs> the next job I had was in the army. Oh, yes, I was a killing machine. They said I could serve anywhere in the world, so I put a pin in the map and the grenade exploded. So, I take it you don't have any qualifications? Well, to be honest, I don't put much store by qualifications. I mean, surgeons, lots of qualifications, but basically they just cut people up for a living. Taxi drivers, no qualifications. <laughs> Look, I don't think you have any grounds at all for a compensation claim. Ah, oh, but I also had a bad experience on the way here. Can I get some insurance for just walking along the street? Manhole cover? Exactly. <laughs> Look, if I follow up the accident sign with the council, will you leave my office? Yes. But I warn you, we're no cowboys. Okay. Partner? <laughs> oh, Milton, have you seen my earrings? Uh. <laughs> for a couple of flushes. <laughs> so, is La Bella Signorina ready for dinner? Our table awaits. Oh, Ian, you look nice. Yeah, I scrub up all right. <clears throat> oh, and, and you look lovely too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, look, love, I, I'm sorry this second honeymoon hasn't worked out exactly as planned. Well, you didn't actually plan it. Yeah, I know. I, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for, you know, everything. That's okay. And I appreciate you going without the cricket for the rest of the holiday. It's the least I could do. Oh, by the way, what does it mean when they say England were all out for 15? Uh, nothing. 15, that's loads, isn't it? Susan, I really don't want to think about England. Oh. I really, really don't want to. I only want to think about you. Oh, Ian. 
Our marriage is like the weather, isn't it? Sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's cloudier. Cloudier? Ian, you're drooling. Am I? <laughs> well, we'd better get downstairs for dinner. Milton and Dillis have put in a lot of effort to recreate our honeymoon. Yeah, Milton says he's serving dinner Alf Ramsey. Alfresco. Oh. <laughs> nice one. If you close your eyes, you can almost believe that we're having a candlelit dinner at a street-side cafe in Italy. Yeah. It's just that if you open them, you see we're sitting in the backyard with Auntie Dillis up a tree with a car horn. Hello, dears. Well, at least it's just the noises, not the genuine Italian driving. <laughs> there you go. Traffico Italiano. Milton, that's Anton's car. Yeah, I'm just trying to create a gentle, romantic atmosphere. So why are you dressed in an old tracksuit? Because tonight we dine Alf Ramsey. <laughs> Told you. But Anton's car. Let's not worry about it now, love. We're on holiday. Yes. Um, I'm having a romantic meal with my husband on my second honeymoon. Si, si, signorina. Would you like uh, pepper? Uh, no, we haven't got our food yet. That's a very big pepper pot, Milk. It's one of the banisters, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Everything's ready now for your big candlelit dinner. First, let's light the big candle. I wonder what that stepladder was for. Here we are. So, what's for dinner? Yeah, I'm starving. Right, as far as food goes, sorry about the box of dominoes. Bit of a mix-up on the pizza front. <laughs> to start, we have Parma ham from Parma. I hope it's been cooked thoroughly. Then bolognese sauce from Bologna. Nothing too fancy. And to finish, a vionetta from Asda. Result. <laughs> uh, would you like uh, pepper? So... Here we are, Ian, in bed on our second honeymoon. I thought they'd never leave us alone. Well, you have to be assertive sometimes. Well, Ian, I love it when you're assertive. Do you? Be assertive now. Right. I'm going to be assertive now. <laughs> and I'm going to take my socks off. <laughs> oh, golly. Right. It's time to spice things up a bit. And how do you propose doing that? Oh, would you like pepper? Milton! Get out! Ian, wake up, Ian. What? No, listen, can you hear that watery sound? Well, go and see what it is, then. I beg your pardon. I was being assertive. Not now. <laughs> go down and see what that noise is. All right. Oh, and don't forget... Ah! One of the banisters is missing, Ian. <laughs> Ian? Milton, what have you done? I'm coming down. Whatever it is, it can't be as bad as... Milton, what have you done? Welcome to Venice. <laughs> He's flooded the living room. I don't believe it. There is water everywhere. Yeah. Wait till you see the kitchen sink. What's that got to do with Venice? No, I'm going to make the kitchen sink. <laughs> Milton, don't you remember? Our honeymoon wasn't in Italy. It was in Austria. Vienna, not Venice. Ah. Welcome to Vienna, then. After several days of flooding. <laughs> and look who's coming along on a traditional Viennese gondola. Is that Auntie Dillis on my ironing board? <laughs> Ciao, signorita. Welcome to Venice. Vienna. Oh, 
Oh, I must have come farther than I thought. <laughs> come on, Auntie Dillis, let's leave these two lovebirds alone. This means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. Sorry. That's right. So here we are, then, after eight years of marriage, standing on the coffee table in our flooded living room. It hasn't always been easy, has it, Ian? No. Still, if we can survive this, we can... <coughs> Susan! Oh, I love it when you're all vulnerable like that. Yeah, Makes me feel assertive. Oh, hang on in there, love. I'll save you. Oh, actually, the telly shouldn't be floating around like that. Let, let me just... Can you help me? Yeah, it's all right, love. It's just that the telly's... Come on, save me! Hello? It's Anton. I, I hope this isn't a bad moment. Open the door! <sighs> Thank you, Anton. You saved me. Susan. Are you okay? I'm fine. Um, I, I don't know. I might need mouth to mouth. Well, I think your husband is more than capable. My telly! Ah. House of Milton. I tell you what, this carpet's in a bit of a state. And the furniture's ruined. And the telly. Milton, how are we going to pay for all this? Is this the house of Milton? Jones. Yes. Ah, my solicitor. Everybody, meet Fiona. Hello there. My name's Anton. Forget it, she's already got a partner. And so have you. As a matter of fact, I don't. Oh, oh. Have you broken up with Claudia? Yes. Mm. Bit of a rum-do, actually. I discovered she was already married. As you know, I'd never be involved with a married woman. Yeah, I know. It turns out she was married to a brigadier. You have to watch those Swiss army wives. <laughs> And she was involved with several others. Yeah, they have a lot of attachments. <laughs> Tragic, but there it is. Once again, I'm a free man. Well, I'm a single woman, so Excuse maybe... me, but are you here for some reason? Oh, uh, yes, well, I, I was just bringing around a cheque from the council for £10,000. Brilliant. I'll take that. Should come in handy for redoing the ground floor. I won the case, then. The council did say if you approach them with any further claims, they reserve the legal right to lock all the doors and pretend to be out. <laughs> I think I'll take my car now. Um, oh, yes, Anton, I meant to tell you earlier... Oh, don't worry, I dealt with it. Filled in the insurance forms, ticked the box marked right off, popped it in the post, that's not how you do it, is it? <laughs> Here it comes, on the back of a lorry. When it comes down to it, it's amazing how little space a sports car takes up. Yes. It's such a small cube. <laughs> Maybe you could hang it up like some furry dice in your new car. It's a catastrophe. Yeah, my wine gums were in the glove compartment. <laughs> and who's going to compensate us for our ruined holiday, eh? Ah, don't worry. Still to come is phase two of your second honeymoon tour of Italy. What do you mean, Milton? It's under the stairs. Auntie Dillis? Standing by. Open the cupboard. Milton! Welcome to Pompeii. <laughs> that was The House of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Olivia Colman, Tom Goodman-Hill, Nigel Lindsay and Rosemary Leach. It also featured Matilda Ziegler. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. <laughs> Jones.